Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. Pressing the button, it started. Push that button. Episode number 41. Hey, cool. What's up? <laughs> um, now that thing gets tricky, like if it moves too much, like it'll cut in and out. Yeah, it's all, yeah. And so, what's up, episode 41? You brought Dave Geiler, who knows everything about our equipment more so than we do. Yeah, I don't he's know anything about it. He's set up everything. I just bang on buttons like an ape. You're like, that's a, he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they think, they think they do, but you know, I, it's just, you know, it's just, you got to twist the knob just right and, you know. Push yeah. the right buttons. You know? As long as you dance while you're doing it, everyone's like, that DJ knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like DJ Hizzy. You, you have to touch your headphones a certain way. Yeah, you got to be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess that's not a, you can't do like visible jokes on podcasts. They just no. don't translate well. I do have a question for you. Yeah. Why do they have one ear open and one ear not? It's to what? listen to the main mix, like what's going on in the room versus what you're queuing up. Because normally you're listening to the next track that you're going to play. So you hear that in the ear and then you have one ear off to hear what's going on in the house to mix the two together. I never knew so, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you don't know anything you about, about mashups? You know about that mashup oh, life? DJ. Well, no, I get it, but I never knew what they why yeah. they had one on and one yeah. off. Right. That's interesting. Now that makes a, pretty, a big, pretty simple. It's yeah. a pretty big just, difference. Yeah, I watched no. a whole documentary <laughs> on Steve Aoki, so it's like I know everything oh, yeah. about DJing. The whatever doesn't sleep or yeah, sleep when you're dead really or whatever good. it's called. Sleep when you're dead. Have you yeah. watched it? No. Did you know that his dad is, is a sushi dude? He started Benihana. Yeah. All the Japanese mm-hmm. cooking on the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was a race car driver. He was like a crazy. Yeah, when your dad's balling out of control and you don't really have to work, sky's the limit. You can do what you want. Pretty much, but he works like a. Fiend. He does like in 365 days. He does like over 500 shows. He does, yeah, but he flies like around the world. Yeah, in a day, one country, one day. Next, yeah, yep, absolutely. He's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like he he'll get on the plane. He's like, all right, put the equipment there, clear these seats out. I'll just lay down here, and you guys do whatever. Why doesn't Jess Bailey you do watch DJ it? like that? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I've seen trailers and everything like that before, but yeah, I haven't watched the whole thing yet. He like does a show. Mm-hmm. Sleeps for two hours, does another show in another country, sleeps for three hours, does another show in another country. It's insanity. That sounds like a terrible way to live. He's very successful. If you're getting five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars for forty-five, fifty minutes, I'd make time for that probably. Probably, yeah, I would. (laughs) How long is the set normally? They probably play forty-five, forty-five to sixty. Really? Sixty minutes max. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? If they're a headliner, I guess you know it depends. I guess some headliners so you don't think like 90s. Hard Hardwell like, or whatever his name is. Hour and a half like, max. That's it. So you do know a lot of the famous DJs? Oh yeah. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah, sure. Okay, so went to Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, met a friend of mine um, who's been a friend since I met him on the plane. Sure, sure. But he was like, "Hey, I stage manage mm-hmm. for a DJ," and he told me the name. But I was like, mm, you know, I don't whatever. know. Yeah, whatever. And he's like, so let me know when you get to Vegas, because it was with me and my girlfriends. Yeah. And he's like, just, you know, I'll give you, I'll tell you, you can come in VIP and you can come hang out. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like the third day that we were there. We had had way too much to drink already for like the last three days. So we were kind of like, I don't know. Whatever, I, yeah, just yeah. like, I don't even know who this, <laughs> we don't really know him that well. Right. But then it kind of got to about 1130 at night where you, get, well, no, it was like 930. So you're getting your second you're getting win. Antsy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, let's go. Let's just throw on some you yeah. know, dresses and let's just do it. So Maybe we text him. He's like, sure. Uh, I'll tell the guys in the VIP line, go over in this total red carpet whole nine yards we walk into uh rain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh do you know what i'm talking about no what hotel is that the top of i stay out of it's a huge edm venue yeah Yeah. huge like women dancing on ropes Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like gymnasts it's like cirque du soleil and edm i need that so we walk in and there's the stage and I'm not looking at the stage and then here comes my friend and he's like hey what's up you guys come on you can hang out I was like all right he's like just go to security come around the back we were on freaking stage on the stage so DJ like uh couches and whatnot and you know bottle service Mm -hmm. and on on the stage looking at like four to five thousand people in this venue super weird who still was don't it? know who it was. Really was You really it. don't? Like, you still I can't remember? I have, no, I know who it is uh, now. Yeah. Oh. But it was Xander Van Horn. Jeez. Who? Yeah. Xander Van Dorn. Oh. Yeah, Z- see, I didn't even get it right. <laughs> Xander Van Dorn. Oh. Yeah, yeah it was phenomenal. One of the biggest European producers of all yeah, time. Yeah, totally crazy. had a beer yeah. with him in the airport. Jeez. Me and our, my new friend and him right, right, right. had no idea. I was fidgeting with my phone. Dang. Like, Dang. I was like, I can't figure <laughs> this out. Yeah. I was like, help me. Like... Wow, <laughs> went wow. to an after party, hung yeah, out with yeah. them all night. It's a small world. It's crazy. It's it is crazy. insane, yeah. but I could have sworn that that set was like three hours long. Jeez. It probably wasn't. Yeah, he, he, he may have. I mean, there's if you're on like a festival stage, you know, it's usually pretty short. But if you're going to do like a one-off at a club or something like that, right? they may play into the night a little bit. But again, it depends on that travel schedule, what his dates are, everything like that. But a lot of these newer guys are doing a lot of festivals. It's really not club dates anymore i mean it's, that's where it, unless, the money's at yeah it's, it's good to be in the festivals um you know because like i said they they play 45 to 90 minutes they make that big old check just as much as they would if they played a whole nightclub sure. for three to four hours you know right so i mean yeah it just depends on who it is what they're doing it's one of those situations like where that. i'm sure the group of people that we're hanging with was probably insanely famous <laughs> but when you're up close to them face to face and you're drinking with them you're like i have no yeah, idea who you are oh yeah, yeah. you know it's just not, they're not on a big stage or in a tv in front of you like right, sure right, right. Like, i look back on that yeah when you look people like, dead in the eyes it really levels the playing <laughs> well, field that, like they could be two feet shorter than what you think mm-hmm. or they're thinner or all right, these things right. and you're like i have no yeah, idea whatever. who these people are but yeah. let's drink let's have a good time heck yeah that's it was crazy that's yeah. awesome that's awesome hung out with xander totally so ridiculous yeah. i know it's really dumb it's <laughs> super dumb anyway yeah. so dave guyler is here this is episode yeah. 41 this is a local a podcast about all things local in our hometown of dothan alabama this, i'm charlene i'm justin that's Dave. And I'm Dave, yes. So, I remember you from Chapelwood. Yes. Chapelhood. Yes, yes, yes. Chapel, the hood. The, the hood. hood. And um, my daughter, Abby, used to go to school with your mm-hmm. little sister. Yes, absolutely. And you, how old were you? If they were in kindergarten, how old were you then? Kindergarten uh, makes me probably 15, 16-ish. 15, 16-ish. Already had DJ equipment. I did, I did. Yeah, I started... I started Way back and when I was thirteen, it's a lot of safer on than skateboarding. On accident, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I've been doing it doing it for a while. How did you get into it? Like, what kicked off at thirteen? It was crazy. I started out. I really wanted to 
I was in the lawn care business, so I was buying lawn equipment, and I had one summer, I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy a you know a stereo system for my room. I really mm. like music. Dad had a whole bunch of records. I just want to get all this stuff working. Right. So I saved up all summer, bought a little system, and uh, by chance, I bought a DJ mixer because I was like, oh, I can plug in a bunch of different things to it and whatever. So uh, end of the summer comes on, and uh, my mom works for the Dothy's Guys Substance Abuse Partnership. And, right. Um, they used to have a recruiting dance where they'd have, you know, basically have a big dance and try to get as many kids as they could to join the, mm-hmm. the youth council. Well, DJ canceled week out, and she's like, hey, just uh, take that stuff you bought and just play some music. We just need to make it happen. I'm like, cool, no problem. And you're so 13. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I can't promise anything, but we'll make it happen, you know, and... Um, was it you it by there. yourself? It was me. I had two buddies from school. We just, you know, kind of threw all our extension cords and That's stuff awesome. together. That's Went super to uh, awesome. Carousel Music, rented a few, like, you know, DJ lights or whatever. Thanks, Maurice. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he hooked me up. And then, uh, <laughs> how did you even know there. to do that at 13? I, Most kids are in their room playing video games right, and, right. like, no, mom, I'm not doing it. No idea. And, and it was crazy. I don't and know. And who took you to Carousel? I, such a weird I don't kid. hear a parent involved at all. This is different 100% had to do with my parents. Yeah, they, they took me around. I was like, you know, because I was like, hey, Dad, where am I going to rent some lights? I know I need some of these lights. And he's like, oh, well, just look in the phone book. So I cracked up the phone book, and we went down the list, called every that's music so store. Random. And Carousel happened to be the one that rented DJ lights at the time. So that's how that worked Did out. Did you make yeah. a, like, a list of music that you were going to play? I really didn't. I, I I started out. Um, I'm not. A, I'm pretty ashamed to say, but I bootleg songs off the radio. I'd sit there, oh, yeah. I'd record on a tape. Deck. Oh yeah, and then I, and, then, <laughs> and then I went another step further because I hated rewinding tapes. I would take the same tape and overdub that song through the entire tape, so that one song would play through the entire tape. So I wouldn't have to rewind it back to a certain point or cue it in there. So I just have That's, to cue up to the beginning. So you just had one, had it was one like tape a single. per song. Exactly. That's yeah, so yeah. ridiculous. Because so, singles how, for days. Yeah. How long was the tape? Usually, hour. yeah. For I those mean, of you who have no idea what we're talking about, there was 30, <laughs> 60, and 90 minute yes, tapes. Yeah, you had all, you had three different, yeah. And, and I would usually, I buy, you know, go to Walmart, buy whatever yeah. 20 pack they had, you know, and whatever's cheapest. Bucks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, just sit there and dub it, you know, probably three or four times. Not through Crop the whole out thing, di- but Jimmy Dodge. I love the fact yeah. that you remember that you had to rewind it and fast <laughs> yeah. forward it. And Hell then yeah. if the machine exactly. ate it, and then you yeah. have to get an eraser oh. and try to uh, yeah. put that life oh, yeah. back together. Oh, yeah. I've still oh, got yeah. tapes where it's like taped over the little boxes that yes. were cut out oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. to make it recordable. Mm-hmm. So you got little. Oh, that's right. You would break yep. the things yep. at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> to be I forgot about that. Yeah. It's so yeah, dumb. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then I, I, I really I finally, smart. I finally figured out. Well, I, I talked to a few friends who the pencil who were, trick. Yeah. Well, the pencil trick, and then there's also you could take a marker, like a fluorescent marker. You can mark on the tape, so you can rewind it to a tape to find your cue point. So I know where to start the tape and hit it with a highlighter right or something and hit play. Really? That, that couple with my dad's DJ or not DJ, but his record collection. You know, he had some pretty good stuff, and then I would shop over there at Liverpool Records. And pick up all the new singles Mike, on vinyl. Big dude yeah, Mike. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so, so I had old. between vinyl, tapes, that's and a few so CDs. You know, I threw together my dad's Kenwood turntable. Uh, I think I had a Kenwood tape player and a carousel CD player, like one of those five-disc yeah, changers. Dude. Right! And I rocked that party, and then I was like, you know, maybe nothing happens out of this. And about two weeks later, I guess a girl that was there, her mom calls my mom, hey, can your son do this for my daughter's 13th birthday? And I was like, sure, why not? And then if you got the money, I got gig. the time. Here we are. And it just gig. kept going and going and sure going. Sure How old are you now? I am 28. God. 28 now. Wow. So I've got the whole world yeah. ahead of you. Yeah, I know. I know. So That's cr- it's crazy. It's so crazy. how did you, 
Did you go to college or anything? I did. Or did well, you just keep... I mean, why cr- not? Another crazy thing that, you know, it, since we're talking local, this is what kind of what kept me around Dothan. I finished high school and uh, I was going to go to Full Sail, which is a mm-hmm. school down in Orlando for production. Um, I was, at this point, you know, I was kind of transitioning out of... I, I still like to DJ, but I was, I've kind of transitioned my passion into concert production and touring and stuff like that. Right. So I was like, I'll go At to this At this time or right. now? Well, about my senior year in high school okay. is when I you know, really got into concert production and, and now currently is kind of where I'm focused. Um, but uh, anyway, it was going to go to full sale. Uh, dad ended up losing his job um, uh, and you know, it, it all worked out and he's like, you know what? You know, we can make it work. You know, I was like, no, don't worry about it. I'll just stay back. Go to Wallace. I'll figure something out. Yeah. Best thing ever. I, you know, and I find out more stuff about the school. It's not accredited. They want to put full you on. Full sale. Right. That's yeah, like you know, a Disney college. It's cool, but, you know, they want to put you in a, a job like Disney or they want to put you on mm-hmm. a cruise ship or this or that or the uh, other. No, no, I'm no. like, you know, I want, I have my own business. All I want to do is I want to mature it and yeah. grow it and this and that and the other. And that's it wasn't a, really. That's a tricky. toward that. Just so. a real tricky spot to be in, like when you already have a business that you are focused on right. and you're trying to go to school to. Focus on that some more, but you're also taking time out of that business to go to school to do right. this. And so it, I went through the same thing. Like I went back to school a few years ago and I was like, all right, I'm going to get my business degree. And then maybe like a few months in, I was just like, what, what am I doing? Just like coming out here at night to look at these dudes, tell me things that I already know and exactly. I get to give you money exactly. for it. Yeah. I'm out of here. And then so yeah. I just quit going to school altogether. Yep. And so do you, yeah. Did you finish or no? I, I never. Well, I went to Wallace and I, I ended up getting a two-year degree in business. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to go do a more technical route. I, I went because they classes weren't near as demanding. And um, business started picking up a little bit. And I went and got an electrical technology degree. Okay. So um, a lot of the stuff I do in the business, you know, I, I build electrical distribution systems, this and that and the other. We tie into panels and we go to these, you know, events and just kind of gave me the knowledge to do that. And Probably helps stuff. with insurance too. Exactly. And I save tons on labor because I don't have to pay an electrician yeah. 50, 60 bucks oh, an that's hour. That's really smart. So I did that and, you know, kind of grew off of that. And at the same time, I was, you know, it's Wallace. So I'm, you know, only work, you know, classes sure. are pretty easy. You know, yeah. I got two, three a day, got Fridays off. I can still work on the weekends. It just worked out really well and, you know, kept me right here in Dothan. So. Um, and so you grew from parties and then what happened? So, yeah, so how, how did you grow? I guess, you know, I, I mean, I really haven't seen you since right. you had that haunted house yeah, outside yeah. of your house and you what? had your big stereo yeah, system. Haunted house in that. Chapel yeah, Hood, yeah. they used to have this yeah. house. They're one of the cool houses in the neighborhood that like, was it Chad Martin's house? No. 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 <laughs> uh, there was a really cool one down and around the corner. They did the full haunted house. Yeah. They had Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. And then yeah. you come what? down their street. I'm trying to rage to with them folks. Street, and he had all the speaker system yeah. and the haunted stuff going on. It was awesome. Yeah, like I used that. to put a, put a fog machine on full blast mm-hmm. and had big old subwoofers and have like explosions. It was crazy. Oh, I need that. It was awesome. It was but uh, so, yeah, I kind of, you know... Um, Started out DJing, really loved it. I started working at the playground when it was the playground. DJed there, and that's kind of where I honed my skills with the DJ stuff. Well, as I was During getting, skating? Right, right. So I DJed at the skating rink. I put in <laughs> But know, what a great place to practice. Right, exactly. I mean, who and, cares? And They're not picky. I was on the clock, you know, and I yeah. could, you know, right. kind of honed my voice, kind of created the whole DJ Dave image, you know. And Don't that's tell kind me you're where, a puker. 
No. Do you guys no. want to take another no, ride? No, no, no. I keep it. I keep it very chill. <laughs> oh, keep man. it professional. I don't know. I DJ'd his. I DJ Justin's yeah, wedding. I did the so, wedding. You know? No, you did fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think I sounded all right. <laughs> but no, uh, but I want to hear you practicing during playground days. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I'm sure it didn't start out that great. Everybody, yeah. come yeah, on, we need all, all that kooky voice work. Start the song, and then we're all gonna go backwards. Oh, that makes you want to go backwards. Everybody say hey. That makes me want to throw my ears in the street. I know, right? I don't need that. It's, it's been a long day. No, it's right. every Himalaya in the yep. country yeah. oh, at the yeah. local fair. That dude. <laughs> that, there's not enough I was cocaine never that in the guy. world. I hope I was never that yes. guy. But, uh, uh, anyway, so I did that. Hysterical. And then, you know, about, I don't know, junior year in high school, Featured Players Theater came about. And it was kind of a big thing around town. Um, so if your buddies played in a rock band or this or that or the other, yeah. you know, that's where they'd play the shows on the weekend. Well... You know, I had the DJ equipment, and I kind of sort of had a mixer, but, you know, I, it wasn't the right kind for a live sound. It was more of a DJ mixer. Well, met a buddy, moved into town, and he had a live sound mixer. I was like, well, I got the PA. You've got the mixer. Let's, you know, charge yeah. 50, 75 bucks for these bands, you know, do sound for them on the weekends. And that's what kind of bit me on the production side of things in the business. So and you start getting into light shows. And right. Like, and I was like, you know, these bands awesome. need some lights. You need front lights. You need all these, you know, moving lights in the back, blah, blah, blah. So we started, you know, I just started collecting equipment. Where and did you store it? Because you guys, were you still living at home? <laughs> yeah, still living at home. And my, my parents would let me either store it. I had half the garage to me. And then oh, they had half the awesome. garage for their yeah, that's car. Awesome. So they were nice enough to let me do that. And then I had a 6 by 12 trailer I'd keep. You know the big stuff and I had the speakers I mean, and what I had you to say sleep to your in son the yard. Who has his own yeah. business yeah. at thirteen and is buying so, all his yeah. own equipment. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Yes, you can have half the garage. Yeah, you can absolutely. Have half the garage. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we did that and uh, yeah, it was super cool. They, and they, you know, I mean, for years, you know, they they were, you know, had a minivan and they we throw all the DJ gear in the minivan. They take me out there and then once I could drive, my dad had a Bronco and he was like, "Well, you can use the Bronco." Just you know, I bought a trailer and I used to hitch up the Bronco to the trailer That's and so go awesome. take it to the gigs. So. Yeah, my parents played a big part in helping me getting around logistics, everything like That's that. That's awesome. And, but I appreciate, you know, they, 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 you know, they, they would give me what I needed, but they'd always make sure, hey, you know, if it's going to be for the business, you need to save up for it. It needs to be part of you. Yeah. And I really appreciated that, you know, growing up. Instead of them just handing me everything and say, hey, good luck. You yeah, know, that's, how you, that's how you tank so, a business real quick. You right. give a dude a exactly. big pile of money. You work and, for it, and I really appreciate yeah. all that. So. Or you just give them a turnkey yeah, business, yeah. and you say, go exactly. manage it. Yeah. They exactly. have no yeah. personal care right. over it. Yeah, you didn't pay anything for it. You don't have any respect for it. Yeah. So, I mean, no. It taught me a lot way early on, and that's, you know, <laughs> started a great groundwork for, you know, where we're at now. But. You know, so I, I get into that, and, um, you know, we just, uh, it just kind of was like, man. And then, like I said, the full sale thing came up, and I was like, you know, I'll just stay in town. Well, that kind of continued to grow and grow and grow. And, uh, I mean, just right out of high school, two years after high school, I don't know if you remember the Shop Boys. They had the song Party Like a Rockstar. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of had our first big gig. Uh, had a, There was another rock band around here called Arius, and they played at Nighttown in Destin. So yeah. we did our first big show. We did Shop oh, Boys with Arius. I completely forgot about Nighttown. It's in Destin. It was, uh, it was, it was the premier nightclub down there. It was a real nice place. Um, you know, it was, uh, I, I don't know exactly where, where it is in, in relation, you know, to, you know, the strip or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's right off. It's not on the beach. It's kind of off to the right. Right. But, um, anyway, long story short, we did that show. It was really cool. It was kind of, and that's really what just like bit me. Oh. I was like, ah, this is, this is what I yeah. like. And, and, and all the while, you know, I'm still DJing because, you know, everyone, I had a decent reputation and, you know, everyone yeah. was like, oh, I'm going to have DJ David our, you know, prom or whatever. So did the DJ thing, kind of took that money and just built the company, you know, and then kind of bought more production as I could. 
and then we started you know doing more and more shows and and that's kind of what we've tra- tra- transitioned into is is uh primarily a production company now okay um still have a dj company we have uh five djs that can do events per weekend oh wow um and we also do installs we do um we have a recording studio i've got you know pretty much anything entertainment we so. should have done our where, podcast there where's yeah. your we should have where is your really should have contacted him like a year <laughs> ago too late. why are we interviewing him now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where's your studio sure. at it's uh on woodburn drive uh so we're right uh, you take a left at sonic if you're right there at flowers right. 124 south woodburn drive crossed from uh circle city crossfit yep. or I mean, yep. embrace yep okay. crossfit we're right right almost across the street from yeah them. tim passes them every day i'm sure yeah yeah so how yeah. big of a facility is that it's uh it's a five thousand square foot building get the um, hell out of here so yeah it's 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 pretty cool you got a full stage and everything set up too so uh, it, it stays up and it down yeah we've got there's about thousand square foot of offices area slash conference table and then we've got um an 18 by 20 live room for the studio and then the actual control room is roughly 30 by 20 ish so the studio is pretty big and then the rest is a warehouse for all the equipment um lighting sound all that stuff how and, many bands do you have actually putting out original content we don't do a whole lot of bands. To be honest, we, we came up it's with a lot the of studio. Rappers. We yeah, we, we do a lot of rap. Um, it's easy and it's inexpensive. Yeah, somebody comes um, in with their their beat on a right right thumb drive and they're like, yeah, dropping in a pro tool. Yeah, but the only thing is wanna, they want to work at ridiculous mm-hmm. hours, don't yeah. they? Yeah, it's pretty bad. It, it's not great. Yeah, and, and I'm not really a studio guy. Charge to be for it. I, I had a uh, <laughs> a guy that was helping me out when we first moved into that office. Um, was primarily our studio engineer. Um, and he, he ran that for a while and then, you know, had other opportunities come up, ended up moving. So I was like, you know, I could get rid of the studio, but you know, it's kind of already here. Let's just, you know, repurchase some equipment sure. and just keep it rolling. And, and since then we've done a lot of like, you know, like I said, solo artists, uh, we do a lot of hip hop, a lot of guys coming with acoustic guitars that just mm-hmm. have written a song and just want to put it down. Um, and we've done about, I think we've done three, well, yeah, we've got three full band projects that have released full EPs or full That's albums. Cool. So, really? Yeah, we've uh, we're actually in the middle of one. Um, there's uh, uh, they were all Christian artists. We did um, Lagos Baptist Church did a full album with us about a year and a half about a year ago year and a half ago. Um, they did a twelve track album. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, we just finished up just released uh, a live album for. Um, oh, sorry. she's dying. She's dying. Get it together, I Charlene. Take, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's dying. She almost burned herself yeah. to death the other night at the club. So. <laughs> Just released a um, Zip it. Uh, <laughs> a full live album for uh, Watermark Church, which is out in Nashford. Um, they did a full live album, mm-hmm. uh, and we mixed and mastered everything in the studio. And then we did, uh, we're in the middle of a uh, project with a band called Ashes and Airs. It's uh, Jonathan and Jennifer Blair from Ridgecrest uh, yeah. Baptist Church. And uh, they've got some original content that they've written, and I've always wanted to put it on a record and finally getting to do it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so the studio's pretty good. I, that's not really my cup of tea. Um, I, I think it's good to have it because it's a good option. And, you yeah. know, everyone needs to edit something. Well, it's you know, part of something. the full circle exactly, of exactly. production. Right, right. So, well, even, yeah, if you got everything, you got all the ingredients for a cake, you might as well make the cake. Exactly. And, and, and I say, you know, our thing, you know, we, we started out, we were hoping that, you know, hey, you can record here. You know, we can market you, we can do this, and then, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we've got all live sound, we can put you on tour, we can do this and that and the other. Right. You know, and it's just tough. It's, it's, it's a little tough market here in, in Dothan because 
it, it's just not there's just not enough budget for that you yeah. know but mm-hmm. but you know it's a good concept and i'm glad we have it you know and, and if that ever comes up you know we're we're ready to go so there's some crazy um, local talent yeah, that oh, yeah. over oh, the yeah. years you know back in the day with supercala and yes, that kind of stuff i mean yes. there's some crazy talent that comes mm-hmm, out of this mm-hmm. area so yeah there's there's some great stuff you know and, and it gives a good you know, area, a place that people can be creative and put their stuff out there. And, you know, even if they just come in for like a little writing session, you know, they can yeah. come in and hang out. We try to make it a real nice homey feeling, you know, environment, uh, you know, and just something chill and creative that you could just sit down and just, you know, put all your ideas down and, you know, figure it out. So, you know, it's, it's, it's cool a concept, but, uh, you know, that, that's a very, that's probably the smallest portion of, of the company. And then, uh, and like I say, you know, most, most of it's, you know, production is probably our, Number one thing, yeah, installations number two, DJs number three. When you say production, what mm-hmm. do you what are you talking about? Yeah, we do we do sound and lights for uh, concerts. So say like John Jam last year. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, okay. John Jam, we, Foster we, Fest. Yeah, yeah okay. we bring in all the sound and lights, all uh, the stages, everything. Yep. yep. Oh wow. So, yeah, we do all that kind of stuff. Do this you like multi venue? Do you like one? Yeah, we travel all over the U.S. So do you really? It's really cool, and nobody realizes it. Yeah, we we, we go as far as Austin, Texas, uh, out Get west. Out. I do a festival up in uh, Indiana every year, and I mean just every everywhere in between so what is your favorite music festival we now have you been to like burning man and all of the like all of them the electric daisy party yeah yeah. these i mean we're we're not big enough to do these big 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 festivals like this um our i've kind of found our niche in finding festivals that have had a long history but maybe drying up a little bit and i'm saying hey here here's the deal let's let's come in Let's partner up, and how can we help you? You know, make more money with sponsorships. Yeah. How can we help you take this? You know, festival to the next, to the next level. level? How, how can we get you? You know, where you need to be. You know, especially if you've been doing this for eighty years. You know, what I'm saying. Um, so, so that's kind of our niche is, is to take these smaller festivals, put a great image on them, give them ex- excellent production, so people are like, "Holy smokes, this yeah. was awesome!" We need to, you know, tell our friends about it. Right. And the next year, their attendance doubles, triples. You know, hopefully that's the idea at least. You know, and. And so that's kind of been our niche. So we don't really have any big festivals per se, you know. Um, you that two eighty boogie pers- up and all Have right. you personally yeah. gone to any of the bigger? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't really get a ton of opportunities. Um, you're working because yeah, nine times out of ten, when they're happening, we're hopefully you know on the road doing you're something booked. else. So um, you know, we we, we did uh, some stuff this past year. Um, we do a lot of contract labor stuff too. So I've I've got a lighting guy that's my pretty much a business partner um and he you know we'll rent ourselves out per se yeah if you know another company needs uh a sound guy or a lighting engineer right. or whatever um so i mean we did a uh, big party uh with uh after music midtown it was dead mouse was the headliner wow and, uh, we ran sound for dead mouse after at the after party um so i mean it's cool little opportunities like that you know it's just yeah like and you get to hang out and meet new people yeah yeah and build so your it's, business it's as you go shaking those hands you know yep lighting is no joke those guys climb some serious yeah. scaffolding. Oh yeah, it's insanity. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he built it on the ground and cabled it up. <laughs> Sometimes. It. No, <laughs> or do they like, or is it rigging? Is it yeah. there's different yeah. groups? Yes. Um, well, I guess you know, as a production company, uh, we we kind of have there's there's four bases there. You've got audio, obviously, sound system. Um, you've got lighting, which would be all the trusses to hang the lights from. And then you have, uh, you know, trusses, lights, all that stuff that goes with it, cabling. And then you have video, of course, you know, if you have video content, you, you know, some folks you use projectors, some do video walls, which are essentially these big Giant digital TVs. billboards, but you know, you can project anything on them and then rigging. So you've got riggers that, you know, 
climb up in the you know rafters and rig up cables so you can take these big trusses up off the ground and we use, use we use electric motors to pull everything up you know but half of it's built on the ground you got to build set pieces off mm-hmm. that but you know it's it's all for those you know departments working together to put on a show you know like that and then you know of course you've got your production your management you know stage manager production manager this and that and the other that's calling the shots hey you need to be here you need to be there blah 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 it's just this crazy machine that's just you know <laughs> from from the time that we set up to the time of sound check to the show time it's just this huge machine that has to run perfect what is the um so what is the craziest like situation you've ever been you ever in? done a guar show no <laughs> honestly <laughs> it was this past year it was it was a great show it turned out really good but it was definitely the craziest thing it was here in town uh, Michael Bolton came to town. Oh, that and birthday party! Birthday party. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. It kind of went no, like it was straight yeah. up invite only. They didn't market yeah, it, it was, at all. It was a private event. Um, it was uh, anyway. It was for it was a birthday party, and uh, they had it at the Dothan Convention party. Center. We can't talk about it. I don't know. This is Illuminati eyes wide shut party. <laughs> Can you tell me later? Dave, Dave did production on. <laughs> there you go. Hey man, they got good checks. I like it. So, uh, but uh, anyway, I'm in the same boat. Uh, <laughs> you got the money. I got the time. That's right. So um, anyway, they did it in the Dothan Convention Center, which I don't know if you've ever been Dothan in there. Dothan Conventions. Where is that? It's across from uh, Hertz Rental. The car, old Kia know. place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Kia dealership. It's uh, right there by Twitchell. On that corner, there's a Holiday Inn. You know where Holiday Inn Express is? Past Bondi's, past Trader's Hill. Okay, where Bill Bird Key used to be. Yeah, it's the next, okay, there's the Dodge dealership. and It's a big warehouse on the right. right. Okay. I had no idea, but go ahead. I know what you're talking about. So, this building, it's a pretty nice building, but there is zero infrastructure for a show of this caliber. And and they're like, well, you know, the Civic Center's booked. There's something going on at the Civic Center. We got to do it here, and it has to be this day. How much time did you have? We had two days. To pretty much get everything going. And um, so this is crazy because, like I said, we're walking in. There's a stage, but there's no, like, stage rigging or anything like that. There's, so there's It's no just, just a platform. No, it's just a platform. So when we get hired, we, we, we're handed a piece of paper from the talent that says it's technical rider. And it says this is what we expect. This is what we need as far as technical requirements go. We want these lights. We want this sound equipment, this and that and the other. Yeah, you know, we did everything from backline. We did backline. We brought in all their instruments. Like they literally flew in, brought a few guitars, and Walked we brought all the amplifiers, the drum kit, the whole nine yards. So, um, so we had to put all this in this itty bitty building. Okay, so they had a stage, and we had to build another stage, another twenty-two foot deep by fifty-five feet wide Why stage. Why so big? Dude, Michael likes still, to cut a rug. It still wasn't big enough. It still wasn't Get big out! Enough. So we had to b- build all the rigging. Like, I had to build a front truss, and they all wanted it to look like a theater, so it all had the curtains on it, everything like that. Built How long a did they... What kind of heads up did you have? I had about two and a half, three months to work on this. No, that's not too bad. It's not terrible. Oh, I thought you said you had two days. Two days to load all this in, which, mind you, it was a semi-truck full of stuff and four 26-foot box trucks full of Good equipment. God. Wow. Okay. So we had to load all this in and make all this happen in two days, which is like crazy. Okay. And uh, so we made all this happen. There wasn't enough electricity there. We had to bring in generators to generate electricity oh, outside man. and you know, to get power inside. And uh, it was just nuts. It was crazy. We did 550 foot of 20 foot tall pipe and drape, just the whole nine yards. Okay. So anyway, it was just crazy. It was just an insane amount of work in a venue that probably shouldn't have hosted that show. But, you know, it was right. crazy that we got to make that happen and, yeah. and make the place look completely like just different. I mean, 
You'd have never known. You made a warehouse look like yeah. an opera house. Essentially. Yep. Were you there? Yep. No. I was out of town that weekend. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Were you invited? Crazy. Can't, I don't want to get into this. You don't want to confirm or deny? <laughs> I don't know anything about anything. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just, you know, it's pretty cool. It was pretty crazy. But, you know, it's just little things like that. You know, it's Michael Bolton. They fly in, you know. Uh, they get there the day before. Their tech crew comes in, checks out everything, okays everything. And the next morning, we load in, sound check. And then not only do we have Michael Bolton, we had K-Jams playing. So, it was just, you know, had to flip the stage and have everything, you know, rolling That's again so in 15, 20 oh minutes. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it was nuts. It was crazy. Did so, Michael Bolton hang out or did he leave? He was probably in Dothan for approximately... Three hours, if that? An hour and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you that. go. Really? <laughs> they, he he sta- was in and out. Yeah, he flew into uh, Atlanta, stayed at the Ritz-Carlton, drove him down, did the show, and literally left town. Did a, did a meet and greet and left town. He was probably in town for maybe an hour and a half, two hours. I do that Maybe, maybe. He played a 90-minute show, so, I mean, that's about all. Wow. Like, so, in and out, in and out, yeah. Was he cool, easy? I mean. Never talked to him. Never got to see him. Like I said, I was running around, you know. It was like, hey, it's showtime. Here we go, you know. And, and, you know, it's funny, you know. People ask me that all the time. Hey, did you get to meet the talent? Did you get to meet this? Yeah, and that's really not my focus, I don't, I don't think, you know. My focus is really to. Get hired again. Make sure his management loves me. Yeah. You know? Right. You know, if Michael Bolton really and I are he BFFs, he right. does, he's not the one signing the check, you know, of production. Not it's only that, you got to look guy. at, like, if Michael Bolton played here once a month, then yes, you get in right, good with exactly. him. Right, exactly, yeah. But, because it's the production co- or it's the uh, It's not booking Michael company. Bolton that's like, oh, you need to hire right, these sound right, guys. Right. No. It's <laughs> it's his exactly. text, yeah. no, yeah. his people. No, no. Or his mm-hmm. booking agent or whoever. Yep, and it's, you know, nine times out of ten, it's a promoter. There's a concert promoter that hires the production, but... You know, if there's a chance, you know, that Michael Bolton wants to go on tour, you know, it's going to be his production manager. It's going to be his yeah. front of house engineer, Can you do which is guy that makes Austin his, to yeah, Charlotte. Exactly. Hey, we want to do all these dates. We liked your equipment. You guys had everything ready to go when we were there. You know, give us a quote on these dates. You know, mm-hmm. so that's kind of how we work. You know, relationship wise. You know, I, I could. You know, I enjoy the talent, but I could really care less if you know we ever meet or anything because yeah. he's going to be the last person that has any say so on who's doing his tour you know or whatever because nine times out of ten they don't know what the no, what in the world no they need no they show up they sing in a mic and they leave and that's, yeah. that's about all they do i hung out with the guys that did the rigging for hangout fest and oh, yeah. uh they said the same thing i was like oh who famous have you met that and they're like <laughs> right, right. dude we don't have time yep, yep, for that no. yeah by the time the the you know they're on stage just when we're taking right, a break because right. we've been climbing and changing <laughs> yeah, all you're, day. You're like, taking, I you're going care to sleep. less. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They pump yeah. the hammocks. Oh yeah, no doubt. No, it's and that's that's kind of how it is. Really fast paced. I mean, if you're not busy, there's probably something wrong. You know, it's just it's one of those things that never stops. It's always something. Yeah. You know, you, you got to make sure something's happening. Something this is going on. Blah blah blah. So it's just really it's it's really cool but it's really different it's a whole different perspective that really nobody in the audience has no clue who you are like you know nine times out of ten if you if you went to go see luke you know, anybody just pick pick a name you oh, know yeah, say luke bryan, yeah, luke say bryan luke you can you can pick anybody you want you assume that he and his crew are the ones providing sound lights etc no, no, et no. well 90 percent of people have no clue that there's any other entities involved in you know in making the show happen you know other than the artist that's on stage yeah. well it's nine nine times out of ten is someone like us you know that's that's putting this on now there are a few tours where the artist will provide that you know or, or bring in all their own equipment but at the end of the day the artist doesn't own that equipment they've hired a company like us yeah to rent that equipment from to put it on the or road. they've got so. a contract with the venue and the venue exactly. hires yeah. out yeah exactly yep what about 
the uh, like if they're like for example if Adele is on tour and she's right, traveling right. with like semi trucks is that all hers or yes. is she hiring a company? What they do is um, most tours will support themselves in video and lighting. Um, audio is usually a per a venue vet, type venue, thing, right? Venue. Because you know they could assume, hey, I've got enough PA to do you know, X amount of venues, but it may be too big for some places. Sure. It may be too tiny for some places. So it's easier just to hire that out locally. That's something that's, you know, consistent. And, you know, obviously if they're a local provider that they're familiar they with the venue, venue, they know exactly what to hang, where to hang it. And they basically just throw it up there. That way they you don't have to go in there sound. with the, the sound meter and run around to every corner in the venue. Right. Yep. Trying to figure yep. out what they need power wise or. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's it, really interesting. It really depends on the tour. I mean, it, it it's who you got. I mean, we we did the fair this past year. Um, I don't know if you saw any of those shows, but they had Old Dominion, uh, Chase no, Bryant, Dustin Lynch. No, too busy with the Dill Pickle area yeah. and the kettle corn <laughs> area. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyway, they brought in their own lighting packages um, and their audio infrastructure. So they would provide their own microphones. They provided their own instruments. Um, they provided their own mixers, but we provided all the speakers. We provided the lights, you know, as far as, you know, the, the basic lighting, like mm-hmm. what's going to light up their faces, you know, audience blinders, stuff like that. And then they come in and bring in all the, what we call flash and trash, which is like your led stuff, your moving lights right, and, and other things like that. So it, it's real cool that we get to work, you know, hand in hand with them, it, you know, Hey, we're going to bring in this. We need this, this, and this. Not only that, but you get to look at equipment that right. you don't own yet, or yeah, maybe sure. you looked Absolutely. at a couple and like, eh, you know, we don't really it's like a piece that of junk. Anymore. I don't yeah. want that anymore. Yeah. All right, personal question. Yeah, sure. And you have to be completely honest, or you can say pass. Okay. The, that's, that's such a such a broad nut answer. Fest, okay, because I've done a lot of being in radio for so long. I've introduced a gazillion bands right, sure. right, at right. the Nutfest. <laughs> Those damn aluminum <laughs> VIP fenced in. Right. Tear them out or keep them. Get rid of them. God. What are you talking about? Kill them. Yes, they're horrible. <laughs> yes. What are you There's talking no about? There's no other venue on the planet well, that has that situation. See, see, it's metal it's bleacher yeah. benches. Oh, they've, the, they've, yeah, right they've, in front of the stage? Yes. Yeah, you need to mow that down. I get it. I get, get it to a point. You have a few folks that are going to complain. Okay, you got to have a little bit or at least a section for handicapped. you got to have his handicapped section. Yeah, but you don't have to have them on the stage. It. Right. But, <laughs> but you know, That's what needs to happen, though, is they do need to tear those out away. because fire marshal ratings for that section would go up, you know, double. Exponentially, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they can only sell like 500 seats. You could probably fit a 1,000 folks down there in that little bowl and, you know, get the same yeah. VIP pricing. Now, from the flip side... What originally I think they were they were gunning for was uh, scaled ticket sales. So if you wanted row one, seat five, sure. your ticket's fifty five bucks. If you yeah. want seat, you know, row twenty two, you know, whatever, your they ticket's only thirty bucks. They're gonna have to pour a lot of concrete if they're gonna make that happen. Right. Well, just you know, in the VIP section, because sure. technically they 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 get a they get a good deal on artists because they don't have ticketed sales per se. So. You get you pay seven bucks, you get the whole park plus a concert. That's yeah. kind of a freebie. So you're technically not charging a concert Which is, ticket price. Doesn't that kind of pigeonhole you to never have an awesome artist come through, or not within really. a certain budget? Within a certain budget, yes. Um, you know, because at a, at a certain level, they're going to want part of that ticket sale. Sure. Now, um, the VIP is the only cut they get. So, but that's also just for the event of the right. Peanut Festival, right. not necessarily just, anything for that happens every, out there. Yeah. Right. I have just been. 
on stage looking out and it drives me crazy because the crowd is going nuts right all around 60 yards away from the stage all around that air cement area and there's just a couple like VIPers sitting in their bleacher seats not reacting not having a good time not and there's stone center so if like I was in the band yeah (laughs) yes it's horrible it's I don't know they need to gut that thing. It's not good um, from a photographer standpoint. It's not <laughs> it's awesome. Hideous. Like, cause you can't shoot a band there from like on stage to show the like intensity of the crowd or the size no, of the crowd. No, because that thing is right because, in the middle. Yeah, it's insanity. Like, just for the marketability of knocking that down, you could besides doubling capacity or whatever capacity it would be, you would be able to have like very riveting imagery to where you can shop that to new sponsors and be like, yeah, or you'd have so many more events there because more people are like, yeah, dude, look how lit this show was on a Tuesday. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's tough. And Dothan's a little tougher market. I I don't understand why. Dothan's super tough. It is incredibly tough because you could bring top notch, top everything. And it really doesn't matter. I I don't know. I, I, you know, we're being honest. I, I think you know that this this place kind of has a stigma about it that if it happens here, it's not going to be great. And I, I don't understand where that originated. I don't it's know where because it came the people from. will say that, and then they're like, they just assume it's not going to be right. great, so they, they never make it. I'll great. tell you why. Exactly. I will tell you why. It's perpetual. I want to hear. Okay, I'm very and this is honest. Yeah. My honest opinion, Dothan. I hope you're listening because we could have <laughs> really cool shit here. Yeah. Except you always do something to mess it up and make it not fun. Sure. A yeah. exhibit yeah. A would be the Nutfest and that stupid concrete metal bench area like right, get right. rid of it oh yeah oh, uh yeah. i have been to many a show at the dothan civic center mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you're intermission you're getting ready to get fired up for yep. the second half of the show yeah. right. no more beer no yep. more alcohol sales yep. oh, yeah. no more snacks yep. we're shut or, down or you do, you go to the show at the opera house and you can only have beer in the lobby in the lobby so you can't take it into your seat Ridiculous. Yes. So either you're shotgunning beers in the lobby with your homies all night while Parker Millsaps <laughs> right, <tearing laughs> redding up the guitar. Yeah. Right, you're not listening up. to it because you really yeah. want a cold yeah. beer and you're yeah. talking to your friends. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's Which the thing, man. People put done, and everyone is. They put their social agendas so far before learning about new talent that it's yes. absurd. It's yes. disgusting yes. to me. Yes. Like, well, I just don't think that Dothan has grasped that. If you give people a little bit of wine, a little bit mm-hmm, of beer, mm-hmm. everybody gets loosened up. They have right. a little bit more fun. They yeah. buy some more. They buy mm-hmm. apparel. They buy tickets oh, for the yeah. next oh, event. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. guess what? Everybody had a great time. Yeah. Exactly. It's like exactly. they're so wrapped around the axle about not drinking at venues yep. that you ruin the event. Oh, no doubt. Well, it's no like doubt. the Ryman. You can get plaster in Anything the Ryman you and yeah. you pee on the floor. Yeah, and it's about. one of the prettiest well, venues I've ever and seen And it's in my very life. historic. Yeah, and they take care of it. And, and any venue in the world, like I've ever been to, like I, I've, like I said, I've done a whole bunch of things. The prettiest venues I've ever seen, they they allow it. You know, of course, if you get out of hand, there's security. They That's take care of the, yeah. They take care of it and we're all good. Everything's gravy, you know? So it's never been an issue. You know, and I think they are trying to make some changes. Um, there, there's a few things going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well it's going but um you know we've been involved with the live at the opera series mm-hmm. and you know and I, i've been talking with the promoters that you know that really have a heart for this and really want to bring some good talent to yeah. both and, and and something fresh different than the, you know luke bryan you know what i'm saying sure. like okay sure he's big and bad and everything like that maybe you know if, if you like that kind of stuff but there's so much more talent and so much more incredible music 
that you know i mean that's if a would cheaper just, to obtain yeah, and b absolutely. like yeah. you, everybody wants to be in on the front end of it everybody exactly. wants to be like well i remember him when exactly and exactly yeah and, be a lifelong fan i where, don't know i think yeah. i i i agree with you 100 yeah, you just ever met feel- a hipster yeah, I remember yeah. when Snickers weren't even in the plastic bag. You had to, <laughs> what? No, you don't. Shut up. I just think if Dothan just came off the alcohol issue, it's just it's just ridiculous. It would get way better. It would get way it better. It would get so much better. Right. Yeah. And there's some other issues. There's some there's some logistical issues within the venue and management. This and that and the other. Not going to get into that. But that's, sure. You know that because I'm, I'm not on that standpoint. I, I'm you know I'm just the guy coming and bringing the sound equipment. Right. You know, but you've but also been to a hundred other cities and a right. hundred other I, venues. And I see what they're doing. And I'm like, you know, hey guys, if I'm you telling you, this. listen to me. I've been here. I've done that. Please just give it a shot. You oh, know? you're a 28-year-old yeah, drunk. Exactly. Now, do you Nobody's get that listening. a lot exactly. because you exactly. are extremely young? Yeah. I am young, and, and, and I grew up here, so I'm that kid that grew up on the block. Yeah. Just I'm, like you said, I'm the mom. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and it, how's it's your tough. Sister? It's tough. Yeah. How's your you dad? Know, yeah, exactly. And it, you know, it's it's like the saying, what is it? Uh, profits without worth in its own town, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so people don't understand that. But I can go to Indiana, and I can make this festival grow. You know, and, and they listen to me like, oh my gosh, this guy's got yeah. Hey, Dave's ideas. here. Dave got yeah. He's here, a wizard. guys. Right. So, you know, it's, it's interesting to see that kind of thing and, and to see what people think and, you know, where they're at. You know, it's, it's just, it's a different thing. You know, but I still have a heart for this place. And, you know, as many times as I've had an opportunity to move to Atlanta or Nashville sure. or any other bigger market, I've chosen to stay here because I really feel that there's potential. You know, I... I just want to give it another shot. You know, I mean, that's why we do this, or that's why we have a newspaper. Like, exactly, exactly. It's getting in on the ground floor and then building it into what sure you vision. Yeah, where it needs to be. And I mean, it's just you know, it's one of those things that I really have a passion for. I really like the city. There's really nothing. There's nothing wrong with this place. It just needs a little love and like a little massage, and I think it could grow, and it will grow. People accept what folks are trying to do. It's, it's killing crazy it. Town. It's killing it. It's, killing it. it's oh, grown, yeah. uh, I, but I think you're right. I think it just, it's like some people need to just, that have right. been doing it for years and years and years and years mm-hmm. just need to like let. They need to consult the Foster exactly. Fest planning committee. Well, they just need to <laughs> move, step aside and try that. something new. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and it's just it's just one of those little things. And, and I mean, you know, it's, that's a part of what I, you know, I, I don't technically have to care about, but I really do because I think that if this city is going to support my company, I have to get involved sure. with that. You oh, know, because yeah. it's getting it's getting a little tough. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's you know, there's only so much that can go on here. You know, and but if we grow this market and we get more events here and we do more things here, well, I have more opportunities, which keeps the business in Dothan. Well, yeah. you have a captive audience. You've right, got a military right. base. You've got two hospitals. You've right. got three colleges. Mm-hmm. You know, an ACOM campus. You've got it's growing. It is. There is and an Enterprise audience. is a super close. Like, yeah, oh yeah. it's an oh audience. Yeah. The beach is only an hour away. You yeah. can pull mm-hmm. from other, you know, exactly. places. Other it's oh, yeah. the perfect like. It's the perfect Thursday night stop off between somebody on tour playing Jacksonville Absolutely. and New Orleans. Like it's or super Atlanta easy to, do. to yeah. yeah to Destin or wherever. Right, like, right, that's right. Cola. Um, it's yeah it's it's a great place and it's got way like tons of potential i've seen the offers i've seen what's come through yeah. and yeah we want to we want to jump on this but i mean you know it's really tough when you you can't you know you've got to get a captivated here's, audience yeah, here's it's my tough. other really my tough. other bitch okay so that's that's two the other thing is mm-hmm. get over yourselves you guys will right. buy a north face jacket every season 
you have a 30 below zero rated jacket to wear in a in cold day weather. in yeah. August <laughs> here right. in Alabama, but you won't spend $25 on a ticket yeah, a to watch ticket. a great yeah, band. A good show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like a good night of food, it's like tough. the chili cook-offs. Sure. That's, you're, you're, that's a great oh, all-in-one yeah. night. You're getting ton of great food, mm-hmm. ton of great beverages, and those bands at... Uh, that John, John Jam, Jam were fantastic. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, some of the best talent that's come through this. Town. And then you look oh, around, yeah. and you're like, "Where are you, Dothan? Where's everyone else? Yeah. Oh, we went to the beach. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. I gave it the office. That's exactly yeah. how it is. I just bought another jacket at Eagle Eye. I yeah. can't right so, now. Yeah. I can't do it. My my daughter's uh, Escalade <laughs> payment tough. went well, through today. You, you know, you think that you said you know, me nuts, and it, that's probably part of it. But then again. The people that won't buy a $25 ticket here in Dothan will pay $150 to go see it at BJCC oh, sure. a month later. Yeah. Why? No What's idea. BJCC Same show. Like that. They big, big, the big uh, civic center in, in Birmingham. So yeah. that's the yes. big. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to play yeah. hotel Yeah. You'll here. pay for all that. You can just like rent a, you know, a Bill's limousine or Doesn't whatever. Matter. You could, go. I could sell. You could sell anything in the world and somebody would much rather drive to Atlanta so they can come home and be like, Oh, uh, when I was in Atlanta the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I would rather yeah. go see it with all my friends and walk around and be like, oh, hey, Justin. Hey, Dave. Hey, you know, whoever. Yeah, Dothan's, that would be... Dothan's one of the craziest status it is. places it is. Yep. that in the grand scheme of business and the grand scheme of status, ain't nobody doing a whole lot of awesome. Like, there's, there's nothing that's like tipping the scales where there's like one percenters running around on every corner where they're like, oh, mm-hmm. I get to be snooty. Nah, dude, like... It's just not like there's some doctors and lawyers. I just don't think they spend the money that, in Dothan. They would rather yeah, they would rather spend it at the beach or in else, Atlanta. Or, but they don't. Yeah, they would rather do that so they can tell people about it, not because they really enjoy that other town so much more. Yeah, just so they can come home and, and be say like, that they went yeah, to yeah, yeah. We've wherever. got tickets to see yeah. Justin yeah. Timberlake in Atlanta. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. How cool would it be to just go to like the Dothan Civic Center and see Justin Timberlake or Foster Fest. in a smaller Justin, come venue. play Foster Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prime mean, River. I think there's something to be said for a smaller venue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like a smaller venue. It makes I it more too. intimate. It makes it more of a personal show. Mm-hmm. Like St. Paul and the Broken Bones crushed it. Oh, yeah. When they played killing. here last killing. what March oh, yeah. or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And I think it's because it was a smaller venue, and they they did it on purpose. They did the small yeah, they venues did the on small purpose. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Intentionally. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen the Sigur Ross documentary Haima? I haven't. It oh, is yeah. remarkable. It's on YouTube. Although you should buy it or what? I don't know. <laughs> what, right. Legal obligations to talk about this thing. <laughs> um, but it's amazing. It's like basically this Icelandic band has been touring worldwide. They're actually going to be a hangout this year, which is one of the oh, best yeah. bands in the world. Um, but they went back to Iceland and did a bunch of free shows. And right, right. they just did a documentary on coming home, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was one of the most awesome, beautifully yeah. filmed and well done things I've ever huh. seen. Awesome. And see, you know, and that's, you know, I think, I think people are accepting accepting of that but they just they're skeptical of, you know um, I mean you know I'm, paying, I'm spending 30 bucks on this ticket is you know hey, what am I getting you know and, and they just I don't know like I said they just people don't think anything this, in Dothan dude, is good even uh, if it is good there's a lot of things in Dothan yeah. that are amazing right. and yeah. if you oh, support yeah. no, them no. they get better they will get bigger and, and better and grow, and, grow. Yeah. and it will be nuts I, oh, yeah. yeah it's it's crazy to me yeah. water y'all's plants Dothan because you ain't watering them plants. <laughs> well, I think it's just a matter of you gotta go make to it the rain people, on these well, go these to the events. people that work in the events, have worked in the events, right. and travel and have been to other cities and do stuff and listen yep. and just take yep. a risk. Absolutely. Honestly, yeah, no doubt. it's to change the mindset. You can't. What does the church sign say on the way to 
my work every day. Church of the Devil get you? Oh, you don't work in Birmingham? You don't work up 65? My you, bad. If you, you can't grow if you don't change. Oh, there yeah, you go. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Give the devil an inch. He'll become your ruler. Those are my three sons. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm yeah. just going to keep rattling off church signs. I do have this one church sign that I pass every day. I swear to God, it speaks to me. Like me personally. I know that everybody else doesn't can see the signs. Sure. Every time they change it, I'm like, what is my message? Like, what is it for me? Oh, my God. It's so exactly what I'm going through right now. How do they know? Tim's just got a bunch of letters in his truck and he swaps it out every morning. He just reads my Facebook statics and then changes yeah, the sign. So and I'm like, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's I just a, put that on Instagram. The yesterday. Lord commented on my Facebook post. <laughs> it's remarkable. Seriously, the Lord that's is funny. literally commenting on my life. That's too funny. At this particular church funny. sign. It's so dumb. Um, <laughs> how do you. Go ahead. What? I was gonna say that Steve Martin movie where like the sign was talking to him. Right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, give yeah. me a sign, and yeah. that sign was big enough, so there's yeah. a big fat billboard that's yep. like, stop so doing stupid. that, Steve. Yeah, yeah. That's this church sign to me. It speaks to that's me great. personally. Um, how do people get a hold of you? Like, if they do, you right. do small things. We we do. They DJed a hundred person wedding the other day. <laughs> yeah. People, it was mine. Biggest, well, it was, yeah, I mean, it was a favor though. Google. I mean, a lot of folks are either looking, you know, for, for things now. Ninety percent of it's probably word of mouth. Hey, he worked for you know me here. Right. Check him out. You need this guy. Blah blah blah. Um, that's really a big thing is word of mouth and just you know the previous clients that I have that you know keep talking about us and just kind of have got to a, build a reputation. Yeah. You've got a somewhat dated um, talent list that you've worked mm-hmm. with on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So you can. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I, need to I don't know when you sure. updated that last, but I was like, man, he's missing a handful of yeah, games. Yeah, I am. I, I, yeah, we, we, this year has been nuts. I mean, we, we I'm not even on that list. <laughs> Just in April's wedding. So I mean, dumb. like, as far as like, you know, <laughs> talent, talent, we did, I mean, we started off the year, I, I went on a little tour with Yo Gotti, um, did a show with Future, Amigos, so crazy. crazy stuff in Detroit, and then, wow. uh, it's went future. on tour, yeah, yeah, had to have been a nightmare. That dude's yeah, it was, awful at it. Was, it was, yeah, it was Speaking. interesting. Uh, he didn't really do much when he was at the show. Like, you don't say. He just kind of walked around with the mic and his DJ did all the talking. But Auto anyway, two. that's another Auto story two. for another time. Sure. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> did that. Uh, we did some really cool local stuff. Uh, our big, big business of ours is uh, the church market. Uh, they do, you know, the Disciple Now camps. We mm-hmm. do a ton of those. I mean, there's, you know, tons of churches. We do Wired here. Week too. Yeah, we Civic do, Center. do Wired. Yep. And then, um, so that kind of led into the spring season. That's where we did a show for Trace Adkins, Aaron Lewis. I love Trace um, Adkins. There's some really cool I'm not stuff. a country yeah. fan, but I do like him. Dude's a beast. And, he um, is a beast. Yeah, he's awesome. And then went from there. We did a. a the next day, we did Young Thug again, another rapper. <laughs> I heard about that one. Side. Crazy show. I mean, just all this stuff kind of happened. It just routing worked out. We were in Decatur one day, did Huntsville the next. Yeah. Just worked out. So, um, and then we came back. Uh, that's when we did Michael Bolton. Uh, in the middle of all this, we do a ton of corporate stuff. Uh, we've got a lot of corporate clients, you know, doing either projection or meetings or right. this or the other. There's a lot, you know, little stuff that goes into Press that. Press conferences or whatnot. Um, yeah. And then, uh, let's see, we did, during the summer, it was Wired, um, which didn't have a huge band, but it was a really cool setup. Um, What's Wired? Wired's Wired? a week-long church camp. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's at the Civic Center, and we do a huge production for that. So Neat. Very, very cool. And then... Um, See, we went my particular there. church sign did not tell me about. Yeah, I didn't that tell you about wired. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I think, you know, coming out of the summer, we, we do that big festival in uh, Indiana. I'm trying to think what else we've done. We've done a lot of crazy stuff. Did the fair this year, Old Dominion. Uh, Foster Fest Justin, all year. Yeah, Foster Fest for six months. That's two, uh, three, two stages. Yeah, two. Actually, three. technically, technically, it's three stages. It's three. You do lights for the yeah, middle stage. Okay, for the yeah, middle yeah. Stage, so two full PA systems, two lighting systems. That's been very impressive to watch grow. So Foster yeah, Fest, which killer. is our point, Dothan. They yes. have allowed you yes, to yes, drink yes, sure. in the streets. Yep. My, you see what I'm saying? It's like a little yep. New Orleans kind yeah. of setup. It's getting there. Everybody's coming, right, having right. a good time, spending lots of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, totally. Feed totally them. Yeah. Water them. And it They'll will come. Yeah, dude. And, and yeah, and then I think we, we did we did the fair stuff, uh, and then we wrapped it up. We did Carrie Job, which is a very very big contemporary Christian artist at the um, Civic Center the other day. Civic Center, yep. And then uh, you know we're finishing out the year with a bunch of installations. We do you know like I said installs for churches and stuff. So gotta get it before that fiscal year ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a surplus. Now, October was nuts. I mean, I think October we had forty eight events in just October. Wow, so, it was nuts. Yeah. We were doing, I mean, we had the Parker Millsap show. We did the Hitman at the Civic Center, mm-hmm. which was a really cool tribute show. Uh, Frankie Valley, that era mm-hmm. of music. Um, what else? We did. Was that Patty uh, Rutland Jazz? No. No, it was a, oh. it's it was a, a touring, touring band, band. Oh, out of New okay. York. Yeah. Um, what else we do? We did, uh, gosh, man, we had tons of gigs. We do a lot of Fields of Faith things. We had three or four of those. It's a Wednesday night thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, it's just been You had like nuts. five the week of my nuts. wedding too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That yeah, week of your wedding, we had like yeah, like six or seven events. Yeah. Like that weekend. Like just that weekend. So I mean it's it's crazy. And like I said, I mean we do you know, we could do technically ten DJ events a week. We could plus we could do three production shows a week and mm-hmm. we could do, you know, as many studio sessions as you can fit in a day. So I mean How it's, many it's people crazy. do you have working for you? I've got four guys that are full time. Um and well I guess five, including myself. And then um, we have about a, a pool of 15 to 18 subcontractors that we hire as needed, uh, whether it be an audio guy, lighting guy. Moving dudes. Yeah, DJs. Uh, a little bit of thing like everything like that. So um, most of the time, you know, all my DJs, except for one guy, are subcontractors, and we just pay them per event. They use our equipment, come pick up the gear, go out and do the show, bring it all back on Monday. Um uh, production side of things uh, works the same way. Hey, I need you. You're going to be monitor engineer on this show. Blah blah blah. We're going to meet you here at the shop. Hit the road, you know. And then we all just kind of meet up, do the shows on the weekend. And they they don't have any weekly obligations. Um, and then we also, I mean, I count them as staff. We have an intern that we usually have every semester from no, Troy. Interns are the ticket. So um, yeah, we had a killer intern this past uh, semester. So it's it's real cool to have these guys who are really passionate about it and want to learn about yeah. it. Yeah, that's neat. They get to help them grow, you know. So it's, and they get to really work cool. with somebody who's not just like a dude with some turntables and a couple. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What Powered would the subs. Intern, what would the degree be that he's getting? Uh, it's uh it's the MUI program, music industry, um, at Troy. Um, okay. We've had I think we've had four interns from Troy so far. So. They either have gone through the business side of things or they go through the more technical side of things. There's a technical theater um, major that they can do. There's um, music business, music industry. All are very different, specific, you know, little niches. But they all kind of wind up, hey, you know, it's really cool. So if the business folk, you know, want to learn more about the music business, we show them, hey, this is how... When people we come book to the studio, them, yeah, we do yeah. the contracts. Right, right. Well, uh, that copywriting in the studio, how to file that paperwork, you know, how to do it, and how to run a session, blah, blah, blah. They can 
really learn the inner works of, of the business without you know, passing then, the bar exam. Right. And then someone who's more interested in the technical side of things, they can hang out with us, you know, when we do these, these shows, mm-hmm. you know, and they can learn how, you know, Hey, you know, at school, they can only do so much. Is. Yeah. They can only do so much. You know, the school only has so much equipment. They have one system. Whereas, you know, we That's have dated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've got, you know, all these different consoles, huge snake systems, you know, all this different stuff, you know, over 80 speakers and in inventory, they mm-hmm. all have a little bit of something different, you know, and they can learn, Hey, here's a line array. Here's a point source system. Here's this kind of subwoofer. This is that and learn, you know, you know there's so Where many different a school things. wouldn't have all that equipment. No, they, Absolutely okay. Not. They have a, be a no basic little system, you know, Hey, you plug in stuff. You might have a PA it, that's whatever. built into the like theater section. Right. Exactly. And, and they do. I mean, Troy does have, they have a, a, a band that, write stuff and they do you know they tour around with that little band mm. but again it's the same band every time with the same equipment nothing's different. same size so, room yeah i mean take. sure we have the same equipment but it may be a different setup for a different type of band okay yeah. if we're at the opera house we're gonna bring this system if we're doing the amphitheater obviously that you need system more do it so yeah. you got to bring a bigger rig you know so they can learn scalability you know and how to set up different size rigs I mean, there's just a lot of little details that go into each little setup. So I'm super impressed. That's it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat. So it's really neat. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm it's so proud really, of you. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> You've got a giant so, warehouse now instead yeah, of his mom's garage. Slam full. Yeah, I think we're about to be looking for another warehouse too. Cause yeah, we talked about that the other day. Place. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Plus, it leaks. Electronics uh, and leaks don't get that your no, dumpster no, no, catches no. on fire. Yeah, my dumpster randomly uh, self, you know, self. So do you know yeah. we, we figured out what that could have been? You said you throw away batteries. I thought it was a battery short well, and out. Jeremy it. next door was oh, like the oily rag thing. Is that, I think no, 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 no. Um, Brillo pads uh, or steel really? wool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can start a fire with steel sure wool and a nine volt yeah. battery. How do you do that? You just touch it. Just short it out. You just yeah. touch it and it flames right up. Really? Oh yes. I got Brillo pads in a jeep, <laughs> just, just in, in case. case. <laughs> you never know. That's funny. Really? Yep. Yeah. So a Brillo pad and a battery. Well, a steel wool and a battery. Yeah, any steel. Because it's wool basically either. like it's some sort of fabric, wool maybe, and mm-hmm. steel. And when you hit the steel to it, it arcs out the battery and causes a spark and heats up the uh, all the other stuff that's in the little piles wad. of batteries. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably it. Bag them up. Uh, yeah. Next time I will. <laughs> What happened? It just, uh, we just noticed one day, I was like, I smelled something. I was like, Do you, is it you with the video footage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. One of my security cameras caught, I was like, holy Dumpster bat. speaking of dumpster batteries, Wait. Jesus. Yeah, this yeah. is the second show. In a row. I'm be- Consistency is key, I'm, you know? I'm glad Dave Gallier's here because, uh, yeah, that's, that's what audio Premier editing software is going to change things around. Start sponsoring this thing. We're going to, yes. We could do that, totally. No, you don't want that headache, man. There won't be any more Pandora with a commercial... There won't be any bad mics. I have no a premium batteries. account. You can just borrow my account. Ah, man. You can't say that on <laughs> There's a recording. Spotify account on this computer. I'm kidding. I'm kidding around. Yeah, but it's I'm got, not. It's all like twerk anthems. I'm not trying to listen to that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened to the dumpster? Oh, so the dumpster caught on fire. So you're looking at security cameras. And and yeah, and I, and I was just all of a sudden, it's just in flames in the middle of the day. I'm like, wow, that's that's really weird. And it and went was for like two days straight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. You was were crazy. out of town? I was out of town. I came back into town on a Sunday. I drove back into town. I went back on my footage and it started burning on like Friday. Thank God I didn't burn the whole shop down, you know? Because it, it was right there, there's trees. Like, and all nobody saw it? Nobody saw it. Nobody said anything. Yeah. I guess, yeah, my neighbors are probably, they, they're always gone on the weekends. and Yeah, so Bonnie works next door to yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, her office, she runs, she runs that place next door. Okay. 
In her mind. In her <laughs> no, I think she does. Actually, she probably actually does. Yeah, yeah. She manipulative. That's why she's married now. <laughs> so um, I'm just kidding. That's so terrible. Yeah, to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do people get a hold of you? So just Google. Yeah, yeah Google. Uh, Premier Entertainment. Know, social group? media. Okay. Um, all that you stuff. Know, we don't really do any like media advertising per se, um, like TV or, or radio, because it's just really limited audience. I mean, and people don't understand what we do. Like. Yeah, it's folks, hard to convey If I said that. concert production, they're they're thinking they, they have no. They just think a concert we're putting on a show. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the one putting on the show. I'm the one making. The oh, show so you happen. play guitar? Right, exactly. Yeah. So right. it's just really tough. Um, you know, other than that, you know, our DJ stuff we do like bridal fairs, this and that, and the other. Um, you know, more specialized marketing. Um, yeah. And then you know, it's it's really just kind of word of mouth. It's really a lot of word of mouth because it's like it's a very niche business and and. A lot of the general public doesn't get it or doesn't need what I do. Yeah. You know? so. Do you find out about stuff that's coming to Dothan far before everybody else? Honestly, i tell you how I find out is those billboards. I, I you know, I, I'll, I'll find out about it and I'll call, hey, you guys, you know, got everything you need. Can we help you out? Um, I, I watch the billboards. And did you do Ricky Smiley things. this year? No. Ricky Smiley no, they, camera, the whatever? I think they just did it all in-house. Yeah. Dude, they, that, I'm not going to get into that. We'll talk about that when this is over. <laughs> I also yeah. want to know whose party Michael Bolton was at. That's what I want to know. That never happened. Yeah, never happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is episode cool. 41. 41. Dave Geiler, thank you so much yeah, from absolutely. your entertainment Thanks group. For me. I and it. Uh, learned a lot. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Any day that you can, I don't know. I'm not going to get into this. Anytime you can learn anything, especially Charlene, God, Lord knows she needs really? it. Really? Just me? <laughs> Just you. Just me learning. Only you. Although I will say, I have learned a ton from being a part of this show. Today. A ton. Just this one. Well, no, I think... I think <laughs> Just this one in particular. This one, some of them have been exceptional. Right. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I mean, I it's like, all subjective. What I like about the... <laughs> yeah, what I like about the podcast is that you have like an hour to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm used to a five-minute bit. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right, like whenever right. I like, rehearse you know, maybe pitch. talk to you in the past about something, oh, yeah. it's oh, been yeah. like, yeah, we're doing the show, da da da. We're gonna have some lights. Right you can't really yeah. get into Detail. the how because you got Ruben Stutter's hit coming on the radio in two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess like, up. you know, now that we've been doing it for a year, mm-hmm. that is really my favorite part of the show. And people really don't, cool. you know, people yeah. are getting people don't really capitalize it on it, capitalize on it either. Like it's a super easy opportunity for you to put your entire life's work out there for people to get involved in absolutely oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. i think people have if you're really passionate about what you're doing you get some yahoos that come in here and they're like talk about oh, it well. locally no yeah. doubt no doubt we have what like three listeners that are very interested yeah it's uh you me and, <laughs> and dave <laughs> dave listen. will listen to this one I episode listen to this <laughs> do you know oh, you no, don't actually not. i'm not on the listenership yeah. list it's good. Your buddy, you, <laughs> and maybe Dave. No, a, you'd be surprised. Like I get, I'll get texts if I don't post this thing on Thursday. I've gotten texts where it's like no podcast this week, and I'm like, really? I can't be hungover for a day. Come on. <laughs> you know that podcast know that takes we, a lot out of me. Like, <laughs> good God. Do you not know how much whiskey Justin drinks during the podcast? <laughs> it's been chill. I had one drink this whole time. <laughs> That's because you burned yourself down this weekend. Thanks, yeah. Pinot Noir. <laughs> Also, I didn't burn myself down. You burnt yourself down. I almost burnt myself down. You're covered in bows. <laughs> I did. See a quick story? Yeah. Okay. Speaking so of I DJs, have to take... Nigel was at throwing his tacky sweater party at Oakland. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For the 
Child advocacy. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So hours have to take everything costume wise to the nth degree. So I saw on Pinterest because I was like, I don't have time to order a sweater. We already have a Santa costume. Tim, you can wear that. We'll make you a bad Santa. (laughs) What am I going to do? So I see on Pinterest where this girl's made a skirt out out of of bows. Bows. Right? Yeah. You know, the stick on bows. Yeah. Yeah. So I take it to the next level, and I'm like, I've got a pair of leggings and this tube top that I can I just throw I ain't never wearing any of this thing. Yeah. I don't care. I'll, I, I, so, I literally hot glue 300 bows. My yeah. entire body is ribbon. Wow. Yeah. Bonnie's mom walked by and was like, I don't know what it is, but you win. You and win. she didn't have any idea who Charlene was at that point. <laughs> yeah. It was so, so early. Yeah. So a couple, uh, I think Jameson and Coke's, Right. more than a couple a lot <laughs> and then for some reason that happened to be the night where everybody was like do you want a cigarette do you want a cigarette do you want oh, a cigarette God. I don't smoke yes please but I do yes. know. I do know. So, <laughs> I go outside and I have this cigarette probably my 18th of the Jeez. night I was down into a whole somebody else's pack yeah I was out there talking to her about God knows what. (laughs) And I'm like kind of just looking around because I've got real weird, like all my close friends know that I'll talk to them, but Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to make a lot of strong eye contact. It's too intimate for me. <laughs> I don't want. I don't need a big crowd at my Justin funeral. Doesn't need a soul gaze. Yeah, I'm just. I'm all over the place. Like I'll look at you. And be like, yeah, you're just, I know you're He'll still check there. In every once in a while, yeah. but he's not gonna look not at you. Like every time me and Charlene go to eat, it's just like, yeah. So, and I'm just my eyes I'm are so all over the place. She thinks that like I'm looking out for some weird terrorist attack to happen, <laughs> but it's like, nope. I just. I don't. I have commitment issues. <laughs> I don't want you to get the wrong idea that I care about you too much. <laughs> So Justin's sitting next to me. I'm trying to smoke the cigarette with my fat hands. And then all of a sudden, I drop the cigarette and it magically goes down into oh, my gosh. tube top, in between my boobs, <laughs> into this perfect little space that is not touching my skin or catching a ribbon on oh, fire. Oh my God. So in order to get to it, I'm surrounded by everybody outside. And I don't care because oh, I don't need a big wound. Right, right, right. I just like snatch my top out reach in and get it without burning myself and Justin is standing next to me wide eyed like what are you doing well way to make it awkward Charlie just burn just smolder on your own leave me out of this he was like what was that about I'm like I almost just caught myself on fire for real yeah I'm the worst friend ever oh my god that's funny he's like well put it out put it away it's too much yeah put the twins away leave the cigarette they they don't need to start smoking are you okay I'm glad you're alive oh that's funny that's too funny there's there's an easier way to get that smoke into your lungs (laughs) trying to absorb it through your skin All right, oh, episode 41 fun. is in the books. So thank you so much, Dave, for awesome. coming. Thank it you. was super fun. Please Absolutely. come back. We'll yeah. If you guys have any suggestions for guests, email yes. them to them. It's at uh, wiregrasslocal at gmail.com. We'll, uh, we're going to take a two-week two break because holidays and whatnot. That's right. And, um, we'll see you on the you fourth. Know. Yeah. We'll see you in 2017. Goodbye, 2016. Yeah. Adios. Deuce's audience and 2016. <laughs> <laughs> have enough of you. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.